0: We want you to become an honorary Gosling. Join us. You'll get exclusive access to conversations and content that would otherwise get us banned from social media. Plus, you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and selective writings. And check this out. You'll get to participate in our live monthly Discord chat and more if you join our exclusive Patreon following that we like to call The After Party. It only costs $5 a month, which is basically a cup of coffee, and it helps us make the show better. We love you guys and can't wait to see you there. Become an honorary goslings at patreon.com forward slash the goslings and sign up today. Local writers group is crap. Stop burning off your free time in the presence of introverted do-nothings. Instead, join the goslings writers group live stream and podcast, the goslings. A digital gang for writers. Writers who actually write stuff. Who use typewriters. Writers who name their pit bulls Hemingway. Writers who write all the people who've ever offended them into their stories then murder the s*** out of them. The Gosslings. We don't always act pretentious, but when we do, we wear f***ing ascots. Welcome to The Gosslings. Write like a man. Use a typewriter.
1: What's up everyone, I am Jonathan, I am Nick, and we are the Goslings. and uh, today we have a uh, spooky stream for you, we are going to be joined by uh, our illustrious English narrator Adam Burl.
0: the one and only,
1: the one and only baby, the uh, the voice of Heavenly Realms, the voice of the Travelers League, the
0: Lion of Barry St. (laughs) Edmonds,
1: survivor of ghosts, you know, (laughs) uh, a spooky survivor, Um, he's going
0: to regale and horrify us.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, he's gonna be telling us some awesome ghost stories in honor of uh, Halloween, and uh, we're gonna be having a lot of fun on uh, on the Spooky Cast. Today. It's
0: gonna be great.
1: Yeah, we're gonna be talking about a lot of stuff. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, um, I'd say uh, probably first thing I'd like to do actually is
0: yeah, let's give a shout out.
1: Yeah, I want to give a shout out to our good friend Jim Tiki Jim, uh, Nick's good friend, and uh, a good friend of mine by proxy. Um, leech that i am but, uh, <laughs> no man but he sent us uh he sent us both a couple of really cool things he sent us uh, a magnet for fort sumter mm-hmm. which you can see right here which is pretty awesome where the civil war began yes sir yeah which is near and dear to my heart yep as a and then
0: <laughs> cool uh, story behind fort sumter too i'm sure you know it but go ahead yeah well he uh jim pointed this out that you know when they uh, defended the fort
2: yeah uh when
0: the when, when the south took that fort yeah uh it was the only fort for the entire war that was never surrendered to the Union. They held really? it the entire war. They no kidding. Yeah, they couldn't take it. Wow. Yeah.
1: I guess so, because it's I mean it's an island.
0: So it's a castle on an island.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I'm trying to I'm looking at it now like trying to think about how you could breach it, you know. I don't Yeah. I don't know how you Navy SEALs,
0: it. man. Yeah. They didn't have Navy Out of the Black SEALs. Hawk, back in, that's about it.
1: You, know, <laughs> you have to have time travelers, you <laughs> yeah. know, time travel Navy SEALs. That'd be funny if there was like a story about like a really peevish, insecure. Uh, American government that like decided to go back in time yeah. to win all the battles that <laughs> it couldn't win before yeah. you know yeah we're gonna go back to like the first half of the Civil War we're gonna win all those battles <laughs> and then we're gonna go to like the Chosen Reservoir we're gonna win that battle then we're gonna like go back to you know
0: whatever. all the armchair generals of today uh-huh going yeah. back to yeah yeah, yeah. Re- re-engineer the, the boy oh and you know an doing experiment- it
1: their hover rounds while they're like readjusting their, their bras and dresses, <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: oh yeah man no bear one pig one is one. now the uh right the, uh, some, yeah some uh naval officer you know,
1: uh-huh. yeah i didn't know that that was even possible
0: commissioned admiral so, yeah crazy so,
1: once again all i'm saying is Fort sumter
0: very cool yeah very <laughs> cool wouldn't it be cool like we were talking i mentioned this to you earlier you know how like you go to you know the battle of franklin mm-hmm. side or you go to a national battlefield like shiloh yeah and there's always rep- reports of it being haunted there's a lot oh, of yeah. ghost stories around shiloh mm-hmm. where they see like tourists will come through they'll drive through and they'll see like a a reenactment of some just one troop out there mm-hmm. you know marching across the field like oh cool look kids are doing a reenactment and they drive off and then only to discover when they get to the visitor center there was the, a reenactment. there are no reenactments today scheduled for today yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and they're like ooh, you know so there's all ooh, kinds of cool stories ooh, like that yeah. wouldn't it be awesome if like back during the civil war during the battle of shiloh there was like somebody saw a minivan driving across
1: <laughs> what is this strange horseless carriage like a mist yeah a, misty a horseless, horseless carriage yeah <laughs> driving past with children in ghost it, children you know? inside <laughs> there's a diary somewhere with that written in it tucked away in some basement
0: yeah some that space, i know. wish i had thought of it before i did my one-off that would have been <laughs> my one-off oh that yeah that would have been great yeah
2: no kidding right
1: <laughs> um well, we also uh, want to give a shout out to Tiki Jim for this awesome Bigfoot wood sticker. Yeah, Sasquatch wood stickers. Uh, these are awesome and not cheap either. Like mm. these things are kind of pricey. Yeah, these are pricey. You spend some money on us. Yeah, you know.
0: So. And there's, I, I'm glad I have this one uh, because there's, I have one for each one of my typewriters.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I, I went with the one that's just got the big one on it, and I thought like. Maybe I could put it on my coffee mug, but then I thought, no, nah, I can't put it on anything I'm going to run through the wash.
0: It'd be cool if you could yeah. put it on the stock, like the wooden stock of a rifle. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of like that with my typewriter. I don't want to put it on, I don't want to ruin them, it. Put anything on them, but dang, these are cool.
1: No, I think a typewriter or typewriter
0: case. Is yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I think I might
1: put it on my typewriter case. That's going to have the one yeah so yeah so thank you Jim uh, yeah. you are awesome and uh miss you buddy
0: indeed and
1: uh it seems like he's been having a great time man Traveling yeah. around
2: I know all sorts of fun. I know
1: yeah he he has an appreciation for Fort Sumter as well both <laughs> we'll you know yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's pretty great. We're all sons of the South. We're, We're into the Civil War. The South, we maybe. all look back and yeah. try to figure out what went wrong. Yeah,
1: yeah. Was Longstreet right? Should we have just taken the long way? You know, you know moral issues right?
0: aside, mm-hmm. when it comes to the battle, mm-hmm. the battles. Yeah. One army versus another. Yeah. You know, I, I did I tell you about Vicksburg? We went down to Vicksburg. Did no. I tell you about that? Oh, yeah. So we took a vacation down to Louisiana a week before last. And uh, on the way down there, we stopped at Vicksburg. And we went to the national battle. Uh, National Battlefield Park and they have it's awesome it is that park is awesome. I love that history and that battle that is so you know that city was under siege oh yeah and yeah. two very interesting things about Vic the Battle of Vicksburg one, if you go to the National battlefield and go all the way to the back they have uh an ironclad oh yeah there that that and it's not a replica it's one they dug up from the bottom of the Mississippi no, kidding. Really? yeah. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Then you can go in it. You, I was gonna ask. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 really cool. They're much bigger than I thought. Are they really? Yeah, they're huge. They're yeah. huge. Yeah, so it's a great display. Uh, and Were then they it,
1: built on like steam ships?
0: Yeah, or it's like... it's steam power. Okay. Yeah, steam oh, yeah. power. Like you can see all the old boilers and everything. Really? Yeah, it took a lot of pain. Can you imagine how being in a in a floating metal shoebox? <laughs> and the heat and the noise from the cannons just a metal casket oh you know on the mississippi death dealing metal casket you know and it's it's a hundred plus degrees out because it was in the middle of summer it's like 140 degrees. it was like in july yeah yeah oh Mm -hmm. and then inside it's even worse yeah oh nasty and that's where they use that's where they put all the like you know, all the low-life immigrant soldiers. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. Seriously, that's yeah. that's where they all serve, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, not a detail that you volunteer no. for. Yeah. The
0: other really cool thing about Vicksburg was that, um, so when the Confederate General Pemberton, mm-hmm. he was the one in charge of Vicksburg, the city was under siege for three months, nothing in or out for three months, and he was in the city with all the people and, uh, and, the, and you know, some 10 12 000 soldiers in the city and they were trapped they were stuck there and he would he was told by jeff davis do not surrender vicksburg under any conditions really? we have to hold vicksburg it was the last city on the mississippi that this that the south controlled yeah. they lose that they lose the mississippi completely yeah, and it's sure. over uh and uh, pemberton held out as long as he could you know people were starving to death living in caves eating rats and dogs it was awful pemberton surrenders on july 4th 1863 He he surrenders on the fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah. This happens the day after Gettysburg. And uh, so Pemberton surrenders. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting about that is that the Fourth of July wasn't celebrated in Vicksburg for eighty years. (laughs) They didn't (laughs) surrender. (laughs)
1: right you know what they didn't surrender the 4th of july until
0: 1946 (laughs) or something like that
1: you know good for them yeah yeah i wouldn't either
2: yeah
0: talk about holding a grudge dude
1: yeah bugger all right it's day whatever oh and by the way
0: (laughs) that's the only battle we know of that our ancestor fought in oh, he, he was right. actually one of the soldiers that surrendered yeah oh, okay he yeah. was wounded at yeah. champion hill right before Vicksburg. Really? yeah but he ended up surrendering
1: nick did a little bit of our genealogy and uh we're going to talk about that once uh, we get adam plugged in here he's uh joining us now so um, speaking of adam
0: speaking of let me just lion, uh, change this yes yeah. <laughs> the ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen we bring to you the, the Lion one. of Barry St. Edmunds. The one and only. The magnificent. Adam Burl. Adam Burl. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <gasps> spooky yes. Adam Burl. He's in the oh. dark
2: room. Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Our vampiric Ooh. comrade, Adam Burl, has What you you sipping on there? The shadows.
0: Vodka. <laughs> Did he say water water vodka? Uh, vodka. Yeah. Wantker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. Uh huh. Yes.
1: <laughs> Me
0: too. Well, yeah. First of all, Adam, it's awesome to see you <laughs> yeah, again, man. Everyone you, doing man. okay?
3: Yeah, yeah, we're doing okay. Thanks.
1: Good. I
0: like Little the bit. new ambiance,
1: by the way, the, the holiday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Appreciate uh-huh. that. This is, uh, this is a good look.
3: Yeah, it's very special. There we go.
0: We've even got red now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Well, Adam uh, has joined us to uh, regale us with some ghost stories. Yeah, from him and some, his wife. Yeah, some Deep. encounters that they've yeah. had, maybe some they've heard about. Uh, but of course, this is the Gosling. So before we jump into that, we got to do our toast. And yeah. We didn't yeah. do our toast, and we started. We wanted to wait for you. Uh, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you have some vodka.
2: <laughs> so a well, boiling
1: th- cauldron of, you know. <laughs> Something of who knows what. Yeah. So uh Nick, you want to go first this time? Or yeah,
0: I'll start. Okay. Take up the broken sword of your father.
1: And strike down the strike down the darkness. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Adam. Cheers. So last time Adam was on. Um, for anybody who might not, you know, be in the know, uh, he shared with us uh two or three awesome ghost stories um that we have since i think nick has edited and preserved on the youtube channel um yeah. really cool creepy stuff but then we got to talking uh to adam and his wife d later on and we found out that there were a lot more stories that or at least a couple more than what uh what you had told us about originally adam so um without further ado um you want to go ahead and get started in the mm. our spooky stream stories?
0: Yeah, anything? give us a little. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, uh, who's that in the background? I'm being attacked
3: by a little demon.
0: <laughs> ah, that
1: was like in the
0: background. <laughs> run, Philip! <sighs> <fill up>,
1: run!
2: <laughs> Five, four. I
0: I think it'd be kind of cool to hear about. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> did he just get smacked in the back of his head?
1: I think you just got rabbited in the That's back a poltergeist of the head. right there, is what that is. <laughs> That's some poltergeist <laughs> stuff. Get it. Get him,
2: Philip. Get him. Yeah. What, him what are you
0: hitting him with, Philip? What are you hitting me with, Philip? Doggy.
2: Doggy. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Okay. You I like can... to sling dead animals at your father's head? <sighs> I like your style.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Before
3: before we carry on. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he's back. <laughs> he's gone again. Um, <gasps> I have a flip phone. You went flip phone, Adam. I've gone flip phone. Flip
1: phone gang, baby. My man. Yeah, you good know, job. I'm so happy to see you do that, Adam, because I was really teetering on getting rid of my flip phone, but now that I see it, you have one i'm actually i was i was wavering
0: myself <laughs> mm-hmm. what wavering so what uh guide us into this decision how did yeah. it happen what was the what was the influence
2: <sighs> sorry still i'm still
0: being
3: me. beaten by a dog
2: here <laughs> right.
0: okay, the problem is finish. you can't give them your flip phone and say here go play
2: yeah. a video no. game <laughs> yeah
1: go play this ribbon game what? you know
3: oh he wants you to know he's got an air rifle
1: really no way
0: yes cool very cool
1: proud of you philip yeah good lad. i like
0: it oh man i love air rifles
1: (laughs) that is awesome you can you can do some damage with an air rifle baby i know some guys who deer hunt with air rifles that's uh yeah it's no joke
0: well that's you can do that during bow season right Mm, or is it black powder like what's the season for an air rifle
1: probably honestly gun but really i, I really don't know interesting yeah interesting mm. i really don't know that's awesome though very cool yeah raising them right adam you and D, mm. raising them right
0: remember that oh, yeah. horror movie called the ring <laughs> mm-hmm. yes you should tell uh philip about the horror movie coming soon called the belt <laughs> yeah. yeah, moms have the shoe but dads
1: have the belt
0: the spoon well,
1: <laughs> See,
3: took him out shooting
2: mm-hmm. and just
3: target shooting to start with and you know he was doing quite well so we tied a five pound note on a piece of cotton oh nice three shots later mm-hmm. he had five pounds in his pocket
1: Nice. Quite the marksman, huh? Wow. Yeah, all right. Good for him.
3: I'm yeah. getting quite nervous that he's quite the marksman.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. It's, that's where you keep him very happy, you know. Yeah, keep him on your side. Any Fair, yeah, definitely in on my side. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah. Right. like, let's,
1: let's go shooting some
0: more. He something. knows he can't point it at his sister, right?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, officially. She won't officially.
3: go near him when he has it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is a red right
1: hand of death. <laughs> he, is a, he is a rod of God with that thing. He just points and boom, gone. Boom, gone. Yeah. There is no missing. You know. Yeah. Yes. So what motivated you to uh go to the flip phone, Adam?
3: Uh a little bit of size. So smartphones are huge.
1: Yeah, they have gotten really large, right? Past like four Whereas,
3: that is awesome to have in your pocket.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Plus, you know, it was reliving my first, <laughs> reliving that that first phones you got when you were younger, and yeah. and just being able to go go away.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that, it's so satisfying.
1: It's the catharsis of just being able to clam that thing closed. Uh-huh. It's
3: it's it's just so much better
1: yeah it really is So much better yeah plus you can still like if if you grew up because adam you're our age if you grew up with the t9 system Mm -hmm. of texting Mm -hmm. like you can text without looking and it can be faster or almost as fast and as accurate if not more accurate than using a smartphone which has no tactile response
0: i'm horrible at t9 really yeah it takes dude. me a long time to really? text. I'm yeah a and that's okay i'm okay t9. with that i've been like yeah just call the guy
1: no oh, yeah well that's the other funny thing about like the flip phone how long have you had it adam a week a week okay My awesome man. dude i love it i know it's so awesome so what you're gonna find is that uh it is it is great for introverts because what happens is people who don't know you have a flip phone will still text you like you have a smartphone and they think that you will reply with some wall of text, some paragraph. But you're not doing that. You have 140, 150 characters. You become a good
0: writer real quick. Yeah, you
1: become very pithy. And Mm -hmm. eventually, if it requires a wall of text response, what you'll end up doing is just calling that person. And since no one wants to talk on the phone anymore, what ends up happening long game is people just don't bother you anymore. It's That's awesome. the end game. That's the end goal is to just have people not bother you anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's a, it's a smart move. I'm very impressed. Very proud of you, Adam. Good man. Yeah. Hold
0: <laughs> well, on. Let me uh, finish my KitKat. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. In honor of <laughs> Halloween, we do have we got a bowl of Kit over here. A bowl of Kit oh,
1: Because something to munch on while we hear some stories. Yeah, We're children. Ultimately. You know?
2: Yeah.
0: You know, Um, uh, with regarding the flip phone I made, you know, you know, when you close it, and it turns off yeah that's what it's supposed to do yeah mm-hmm. i had my headset plugged in or if it's on speaker or if it's on speaker yeah mm-hmm. i had my headset plugged in <laughs> and i was talking to the and, and the phone rang uh-huh. and it was a telemarketer and i said take me off your beep list don't call me again slam slammed <laughs> yep. it shut And I set the phone down, and then I said some other naughty things about the person calling under my breath to myself, thinking the phone (laughs) had disconnected. And it wasn't. It still stays connected. And I heard, excuse me, sir? Excuse me, sir? Uh, (laughs) Are are you still there? Uh, Would you like to refinance your your
1: car payment, your warranty on your car?
0: Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, the warranty. I can't believe there's an industry for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: There's always a grift.
0: Oh, man, who's buying this stuff? i i dude so
1: i don't know right but i'll tell you man man, yes florida man yeah the one time i saw somebody bite on this i was working on uh on uncle steve's farm down in crestview florida (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh and there was one of the dudes on the crew uh his name was chad and uh he was some like scrawny methed out like bent up (laughs) biker guy who like had like a twisted up back from getting beat up a bunch and he was like 48 i think and um just a real like low life degenerate Mm -hmm. you know and sure enough man somebody called him one day when we were on the farm he was like hey robert check it out man i got nominated for like a good citizen award (laughs) they're gonna pay me seven thousand dollars man i can get my harley fixed up if you're in your early
0: 20s and you fall for that i'll forgive you but when you're 48 years old yeah 48
1: yeah, and, and I remember my cousin. I'll never forget my cousin's face, man. Looking at him, you know, or, or like Robert was, he had his sunglasses on, and I'll never forget, like, he had his sunglasses on, and he just goes, I just see his eyebrows. <laughs> just the eyebrows go, go up, up. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, like, are you kidding me? Really? Yes. That, yeah, man. So he was, so Chad was on the phone with this, with this, like, you know, this telemarker, this grifter uh, for, like, back and forth probably four different phone calls Oh man! and it was like you know they were going to send a money order to like a walmart but they needed his information first so he was like trying to coordinate with them what walmart to go to and i was along for the ride i was not driving that day so i got to front row seat for this madness Mm -hmm. you know and it it genuinely was like an hour and a half of Mm -hmm. him going back and forth before he finally had to admit that like maybe this isn't real. Maybe yeah. there's no good citizen award. And maybe like if they are going to give out a good citizen award, it's not to, like... it's not going to be to him. Yeah. It's not that guy. You know? <laughs> so the answer to your question is yes, there are people. I can't believe it. it,
0: man. Crazy. Yeah.
1: Anyway. So, They're
2: well, wrong, man, let's
0: people. get, yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. I, uh... okay. <laughs> well, those people are what make this world, uh, worth burning
2: <laughs> if there's
0: going to be an economic collapse then they need to be it on the razor's edge of that
1: you know i appreciate it when nick goes dark because it's so rare
0: you know what i mean adam
1: like yep. nick is so like upbeat
0: i'm but trying to be an affable guy
1: nick is very affable uh but being his brother and you know from working with him a little bit they're there is an undercurrent, you know, there is a Stygian <laughs> undercurrent there and ab- an abyssal, a small, deep, thread. dark. Yeah.
0: And if you could just
1: drill down into that and just tap it just a little bit, just so you get like a little squirt, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Just a little drip.
1: Yeah. Drip, drip, well, that's drip. all it does. You know? it,
0: it can't gush. hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. All right. Speaking of dark undercurrents. Mm hmm. Adam, we're going to kick it over to you. And we'd love to. Last time you were on, you told us a couple of really good <sighs> tales. they were so awesome. One was about the Abbey ghost mm-hmm. yep. that you encountered in the basement. Another was uh, the monk, the brown monk mm-hmm. in the bell tower. Yeah. Wonderful stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hand it to you. What, what, uh, what, I, you said you had many more stories. Regale us, sir. So. This one is from D. Mm, okay, from Mrs.
3: Burrow. Okay. Mm. <laughs> she who must be obeyed. <laughs> well, All powerful yes. one. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've got to turn this off if we go and ghost stories.
1: There we got go. To go yeah. dark. And I've got to
3: think <laughs> back here, so I'm just a vague outline. Um. So she's at work. She's in the chiller. Yeah, in where does the, D work? In the store, she works at Tesco's.
1: That's right. It's like a grocery store.
3: Yeah, it's the biggest chain in the UK. It's
0: like it's um, like our Kroger or our Walmart. Basically. And the chillers, yeah. I'm assuming, yeah. it must be like the freezer or the refrigerated area. Or Refrid- what is
3: the- refrigerated area, okay. and it's about oh, I don't know, forty foot by forty foot.
1: Oh wow. Okay. Yeah.
3: So she's inside there, and she's organizing the stock in there and there is stock all around her on moving trolleys yeah and there's one other person in there and all of a sudden they hear steps and they look through through the cage through the the trolleys of stock mm-hmm. and they see a pair of feet walk along oh boy and then they stops and they hear something mumbled They call out and say what, and then an ear splitting scream hits them. Wow, and then nothing, and the feet are gone, and the door doesn't open, and the door didn't open before the feet walked in, and they just stood there.
2: (laughs) Did these feet have
3: shoes? You know, it had leather sandals,
1: really. There was a Roman, there was a oh. Roman centurion trapped in it.
0: So, were these women's feet? Did they have hair on them? Men's feet, mm. manly feet. Well, men who Jesus, wear sandals typically scream. Please, please, <laughs> man, wow! Man. She so said,
3: she told but- me, and I said, "Well, who was taking the Mick out of you?" Then she went, "No one. I'm not going <laughs> back in the chiller tonight." <laughs> okay.
0: No. Oh my gosh. So it was her and another person together. Yep, they, they, they both, both saw it.
3: They both heard it. And they both ran out of the chiller and wouldn't go back in.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So this scream came from a pair of leather sandaled feet that were inside the chiller with them. Yep.
1: And no doors had opened. Is the
0: chiller a big room? 40 foot by 40 foot. Yep. 40 by, by 40 by 40 okay yeah. wow yeah
1: Ugh. yeah and i mean the sandals that's a important detail because no one's gonna hang out in that room in the chiller room wearing sandals for not a 10 long, degree celsius right for however long it takes to you know spook somebody wow so
0: yeah so yeah. tell so this building it's a, a essentially a supermarket a, a grocery mm-hmm. uh Is there anything unique about the grounds that it sits on? That was my question, yep.
3: Yes. So just behind it is something called St. Saviour's. And St. Saviour's was a leper hospital from the medieval period. Whoa. And the graveyard goes under the warehouse of the store.
1: They built the warehouse on an old leper graveyard? (laughs) Oh my gosh! You know what though? Here's the thing. So like in America, if you do that, you know America's pretty big, right? Like it's like okay, you asked for it, right? Like you could have gone mm-hmm. anywhere, but you chose to do this. You chose to build this on some Indian burial mounds, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean, or an old Civil War gravesite, or whatever. Mm-hmm. In England, though, you guys have such a rich and lengthy history. Like, is it mm-hmm. is it kind of like you can't you can't go a foot without like you know stepping on something where there was a battle (laughs) yeah you know everywhere your history is everywhere right so yeah is it kind of unavoidable in england
3: i think i think the problem is that especially with things like saint saviors that were built as part of towns as the towns have grown
2: yeah
3: it becomes unavoidable that some of that land is used yeah yeah, because mm. what else do
1: you turn it into you know like
3: exactly and know, i mean don't do you... get me wrong they've built a nice a nice little viewing walkway around to the ruins of the leper hospital
1: oh, okay yeah but that,
3: cause
0: uh because
2: yes,
0: i <laughs> but the uh a yeah. leper hospital a major. cemetery yeah a leper hospital cemetery and they've been like yeah, let's build a big warehouse over yeah, that. Yeah, medieval. A big that. empty oh. space. So that. they've had a few centuries to really think about. Oh, ah, man.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really yeah. Ponder. They don't. Know.
0: They don't. Uh, they just build on top. They don't relocate. Yeah, there's nowhere to relocate. The bodies where do, you to, want, right? Yeah. Where do you think? They have to exhume and relocate here. Mm. That's uh, true. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it didn't. reminds me. You know, at the end of uh, the street on, um, you know, where, where you grew up, mm-hmm. uh, at the end of that street, there was the park. There oh, was yeah. a little common area in the, the subdivision. Pond. And there was only, it, it was a, the road went around it. Yeah, it was about maybe a four acre yeah. plot of land. And there were houses built all around it, Yeah, but nothing built in it. And it was kind of like a shared little park, a couple yeah. of little sidewalks. It was nice. little gazebo. Yeah. Uh, there was one house one house built on that that four acre circle yeah and it was directly at the end of your street and that part the reason they didn't build any other houses on that park is because it was an indian burial ground real and the one house that was built on that park could not keep tenants Really, It would roll over, it would flip over and over and over and over. No one could stay there. And even mom and dad mentioned, like, we have no idea who's living there because the last people we met, they moved. The people before them came in. They were here for about six months to a year. They moved. It was just Mm -hmm. a revolving door, that one house.
1: That's a hell of a memory Nick has because even I don't
2: remember that. Oh, it
0: scared the crap out of me. (laughs) It scared the crap out of me, yeah. (laughs) I I gave that house a wide berth.
1: (laughs) You'll have to find that on the map
0: later. Yeah, I'll show you where it's at. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. easy to find. Google Maps. I'll take you right to it. See? (laughs) If it hasn't been leveled.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nick's like, I know right where it is. I drive past it once a month just to make sure. I know the
0: demons' names. (laughs) I got it all mapped out.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's a a pretty good one, Adam. So is that where most of the the activity comes from, is the fact that it's built on that, that leper cemetery?
3: In that shop, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, a monk,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and there's a, a, a lady, um, and the monk only seems to target the women in the shop.
1: Oh, okay, that's what you want, you know? Yeah, yeah.
3: But but when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. So yeah. a leper hospital run by monks wouldn't have allowed women
1: yeah he's trying to run them off you know he's gonna do the afterlife his way
0: (laughs) yes
2: yeah
1: Yeah. Yeah, listen there weren't any chicks around here when i was i wasn't allowed to have chicks before i'm not gonna be tormented by chicks now you know what am i gonna do i'm a ghost they
3: come in here they try and put curtains up for crying out loud (laughs) No doilies. No doilies. We don't like doilies.
2: Monks don't
1: do doilies. We do robes and ropes and hoods and bells
2: and wooden pews.
3: Pews yeah. that are so hard you get splinters <laughs>
0: with a little path going
3: tis but
2: a flesh wound <laughs> i could still fight <laughs>
1: yeah
3: see Come you back know here what bite your legs off
1: i i actually i feel for the monk you know uh, i think uh yeah. you know Maybe the monk's onto I, something. Yeah, I, I can. Know. I can super I can uh,
0: sympathize with them.
1: Like he probably just freaks out at the feminine hygiene products. <laughs> you know how <laughs> oh, dare they! Not in the house of the Lord! What is this? What? These are candles?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Did it help you fly? Why's it got wings? Why's it
1: got wings? <laughs>
3: <laughs> what sort
1: of Lilithian sorcery is this? <laughs> Get thee gone, Queen of Sheba, Devil Lady. Yeah, you know what? To the monk, to the monk of <laughs> to Tesco's. The monk of Tesco's.
2: <laughs>
1: you have our support, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, D. <laughs> she needs a proton pack so she can relocate him. You know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Yeah, she was telling one story. Uh, about what was the one about all the stuff being knocked off the uh, the shelves? Mm. Did she tell you that one?
3: Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah. Tell us that one. Tell us that. Yeah, one. what's that one about?
3: So there's two different spirits in the store that do it. Oh, really? So the monk, the monk will throw the uh, the toilet rolls off the shelves. And um, I can remember we we had the shop set up ready. You know, a competitor was opening in the town, so we had to look perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went down the toilet roll aisle, and every single toilet roll was on the floor. Both sides was on wow. the floor. She
1: said it looked like somebody had just outstretched their arms and just, do, 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 yep. you know.
3: And when we checked the CCTV, mm-hmm. it started at one end of the aisle and it mm. went right the way up.
0: Mm-mm.
3: Started at one end and went all the Mm-mm, way up. You mean the toilet paper rolls saw... were
0: flying off the shelves like Ghostbusters, starting style. at one yeah. end yeah. And the other? Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. saw that. You saw that on? on Did... CCTV. What happened to that film?
3: Yeah. Uh, it got taken away by head office.
1: <laughs> I bet it did. I bet it got taken to a memory. I bowl. bet it was played at their Christmas party <laughs> that no one else was invited to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, except uh yeah. Maybe except like your dad, your dad like goes there to, you know, throw <laughs> some holy water on it adam's know. dad shows up and nothing happens <laughs> yeah adam's dad shows up with that guy. yeah it's like aslan showing up you know <laughs> like all the all the imps run you know
2: like, it's him it's him it's him Shush. Shush. Everybody quiet. hold still keep your eyes
3: shut if he can't if we can't see him he can't, <laughs> he see, can't us.
2: see us <laughs>
1: Yeah, no kidding. Oh, uh, no, it's the Vicar. Right then, off we go. Right then, off we go. <laughs> well, we were just leaving. Yep.
3: Here we go. Sorry, sorry, wrong address. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. we're meant to be haunting next oh, door this time of night. Do apologise.
1: Two, six, nine, six we're supposed to be at. <laughs>
0: um... well, this isn't the leper colony on the map.
1: Oh, uh, This isn't the right one. We were looking for the one in Salisbury. a Paris.
0: minute.
3: You say this is Saint Saviour's Interchange? <laughs> oh... Oh, we're meant to be at St. Ethelbert's Interchange. (laughs) Who read the map wrong? Democles, get up here. It was left at the third circle of hell, not right.
1: (laughs) Right. I'm going to have a word with Azabon about this when I get back. You, You mark my words.
0: (laughs) So, <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> having your hands? S- surely somebody kept a copy of that. Somebody, know,
2: someone's got to have a copy
0: of that. Up somebody. in the test, go no elite. Yeah. Oh man! But you
1: know what? Like it's England, man. I mean, you guys have again such a long history. Like I bet you, uh-huh. there are just there's got to be an archive. Like the like the Library of Congress, that you know what? But there's probably a
0: nefarious like force you know? trying to keep all that under wraps. Like here in the U.S., we have the Smithsonian, right? That yeah. has been suppressing, yeah. You know, point. archaeological finds. They don't want the public to know. Is mm-hmm. there an equivalent of that in the U.K.? Like yeah, some conspiratorial agency that tries to keep this type of thing under, or is allegedly the keeping British it? Museum. Oh,
1: the British there Museum. Go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I guess so. It would. It'd be like one to one. Yeah, that's true, Adam yeah mm.
0: interesting, huh? and yeah. the church
1: and the church yeah uh-huh why do you think that you is know,
2: but,
3: but it's just like the catholic church isn't it anything that anyone sees as a threat yeah if you've got enough power you can remove the evidence of the threat
1: control the narrative
3: exactly you know, it's like it's like the old saying, isn't it, that the winner, the winner of the
0: war, writes history. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the Catholics. You know, when- yeah, they could say, you know, what if somebody experiences something like that? You know, we're trying to teach people when they die, it's either heaven, hell, or purgatory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they mm-hmm. ain't nothing else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You open, you close your eyes here. You open in one of those other places, and mm-hmm. these experiences don't fit that doctrine.
1: Yeah. They're the, the Bigfoot of the afterlife yeah.
0: doctrine. Yeah. You know, they don't fit yeah. the narrative. So they wanna, they wanna they want to remove it because yeah. it, it it uh diminishes someone's faith in the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. We have I mean,
3: it's like it's like the old thing about the Bible, isn't it? That you have to go beyond what's known as the Bible mm-hmm. because that was selected by a committee.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just because those books were, you know, selected doesn't mean that that's all there is to the story. Exactly. I mean, that's that's yeah. kind of the whole Genesis 6 conspiracy thing, mm-hmm. you know, is that like a lot of that stuff was kind of suppressed and
0: mm-hmm. Book of Enoch, for example. Yeah, the Book of Jasher or mm-hmm. Jubilees, you know, yeah. and
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I mean, that's where discernment comes in. That's mm-hmm. where, you know, having an interpersonal relationship, you know, with God comes in and discernment and, you know, being able to sort of figure out You know, "Eh, this is a little silly. You know, this seems a little this feels off, you know, Mm -hmm. this pricks. My conscience as being a little, uh, you know, um, secular. You know, I think it's the same thing with what you guys deal with now. You know, we we have sort of substituted a long time ago. We substituted religion for science as far as what our government incorporates into its power structure, Mm. you know. Mm now europe is even more atheist than america in a lot of ways statistically but um but does as part of the stabilizing force does the english government still kind of like lean a little on the church yes Do they really
3: yeah what you've got to remember with with the english or the church of england is the monarch who's the head of the government is also the head of the
0: church oh really i didn't mm. know that. yeah yeah that's why henry VIII formed a church
1: yeah. oh okay so, yeah so yeah. queen
0: elizabeth
3: ii is the head of the church as well as the head of the state
0: yeah. okay. ah so you have both state and church with an interest in keeping something like this suppressed wow, wow. so they could send in like mi6 yeah. to get the cctv
1: there's james bond like rappelling yeah. down into the <laughs> into the office to snag the tapes you know you never um,
3: you don't know though do you it could be yeah. someone who you wouldn't even suspect but it turns out they are
1: yeah wow yeah. the good spies wow. are the ones that you never even suspect That'd
0: make mm-hmm. a good story yeah
1: mm. yeah what are you trying to tell us adam mm-hmm. Nice.
0: Man, that's
2: man, that's crazy. That's
0: crazy. So you said there were two well you said there's a a monk and a lady, and the monk likes to mess with the toilet paper. What does the lady do?
3: She messes with the milk.
0: Interesting. How okay, there's a story there. All right.
3: So our milk is on the shop in the shop floor chillers. But it's on uh, four-level rolling dollies so that when the milk's run out, you just wheel a new dolly in there really quick, easy to fill because milk is so popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'll fill milk, and one of two things happens. You either come back and the milk is across the floor, mm-hmm. or you come back and the whole dolly is across to the other side of the aisle. Really? Huh.
1: How often does that
0: happen?
3: At least twice a week.
0: Twice a week? Jeez. Twice a week? Mm-hmm. Now, are there, like, mm-hmm. ghost hunter groups, agencies... No, because everybody knows everyone no wants to get anything? sniped by James Bond.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, have they? <laughs> have you like, ever... we all
1: get it. We all know. No one talk about it because no one wants to get sucked.
0: So... <laughs> Have they ever uh, asked mean, if they could, like, tool around yeah. in the middle of the night at the no. store or anything like that?
3: No. Interesting. But uh, strangely enough, Tesco's would never say yes.
1: Really? Hmm. Huh. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I huh?
0: wonder if they could, you know, I'd be like, yeah. hey, can I get a part-time job? I'll stalk in yeah, the middle no, of the God. night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go in there with my little secret camera. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Like Coljack, the Night Stalker. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Nick Nickel the Night Stalker. Nickel
2: Jack. Jack. Oh,
1: uh, Nickel Jack the Night Stalker! Coming yeah, it in, sounds
2: like an it's like camera. like Nickelback. It sounds like his exactly, employee
0: yeah. no one will ever yeah.
2: enjoy.
1: Nick's in costume, you know. He's in like he's like grown his he's grown his hair out, so he looks like the lead singer from Nickelback, <laughs> you know. Uh, or he man. shows up trying to look as like nineteenth century British as possible, and he actually looks like Springhill Jack, you know. <laughs> 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 trying to talk with a British
3: accent. Dude,
1: I'm just one of you. Dude, I'm here milk lady. Put up Branston pickle and milk. You know, and...
3: Oh, Branston pickle. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Are you a fan of Branston pickle, Adam? Oh, yes. Yeah? I got some in the fridge right now.
0: It's. What is Branston pickle?
1: Take it away, Adam.
3: Branston pickle is a mixture of vegetables which have been pickled. Pickled. Mm-hmm. And then they have a lovely sauce draped over them, and it's jarred and it's great with cheese and meat yeah. and oh anything sandwichy. Yeah, oh. where
1: did you get it? You get it. Uh, we we have it at like Kroger. At, really? Uh, That's in people. Like Walmart and Publix. Yeah, it comes in a glass jar. Okay. And uh, it's like a it's,
3: it's like like pickled vegetables.
1: Pickled vegetables with like a it's kind of like a gravy. It's like a tangy sort of yeah. gravy. Mm sort of
0: a tangy gravy on it
1: yeah and it is man i love does it
0: originate work, in yeah. uh in in, in uh, england is that word is that...
3: the actual factory is less than nine miles from where i sit now
0: no wow okay i gotta get some of that i gotta get some of that
1: i'm just i'm telling you man you know every time nick and i talk about you adam we always are like we gotta like we gotta figure out you know how to like squirrel away a little bit of money take some time off Go over to england you know once once the troubles settle right like a little bit, <laughs> right you know and uh you know Ooh. go see like go see our friends at burles you know mm. and go hang out every time we talk to you there's like one more reason to go do this <laughs> <No>. yeah <laughs> you know yeah it's like between all the cool stuff that is like around where you live and uh and you guys and your awesome family and like your you know your family and d's family and, yeah. then, and then we find out like you know, the Branston Pickle Factory is less than nine. We can miles do a tour. Away. Yeah. Get the um, whole
0: itinerary. Yeah, dude.
1: I'm telling you. you dude, know? Amazing. Sell the house, smuggle my guns over. <laughs> I'll recreate. You know? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> great.
3: Um, actually, you, you know what? Sell the t shirts.
1: Oh, yeah, I know, right? I'd have to get rid of my Ungrateful Colonials t shirt. Yeah. I'd have to get another one that says Repentant Colonial. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and <it's> a colonial. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know. Um, speaking of which, uh, Nick did some genealogy uh, mm. not too long mm. ago. And um, it, one thing that I thought was really cool is the Gosses, our dad's side of the family, goes all the way back to 1628.
0: In Virginia. In
1: Virginia. Yeah. Just in the U.S. Like we've been, the mm-hmm. Gosses have been, here since 1620 yep. which James means Town. like yeah it's like that has got to be like what og almost mayflower crew like yeah not, not yep. technically the mayflower shortly group, thereafter one of the you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah, uh, no so that was. but his right? father was actually born in england
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. and cornwall uh, yeah uh, but you went even farther back than that yeah yeah nick found some cool stuff man oh yes like, yeah. tell us about it nick
0: oh yes so i went back just straight we're saying
1: adam is that we're brothers
0: straight yeah (laughs) let's just take the shortcut we're related somehow it's got to be true uh but i went straight up the you know the paternal line gosses all the way back to 1600 well 1628 the first goss in our paternal line Father, father 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 right so the one who was born here married someone with the last name reynolds susan reynolds uh, Suzanne Reynolds and uh, so I kind of took a detour up the Reynolds line and I just went mother's father's I didn't go uncles I didn't go cousins mm-hmm. anything like that I just you know just kind of exploring the maternal and paternal lines yeah and uh, once it, what's interesting is once you get past the migration to the colonies there is amazing record keeping yeah, lots of records of births, christenings, marriages, deaths.
1: Yeah, we weren't so good at that, but you guys—you
0: know—but you get over once. It but the immigrants who came over when they get to Jamestown, the records—they're not—they're not as available, you know, because it was yeah. very—it was primitive. This was the frontier, yeah. You yeah. know, so it's more difficult. But if you can get to that migration and you can get over the pond, that generation, you basically have it made. For the most part, there's a really Mm -hmm. good chance there's gonna be lots of records, and there were lots of records. So I traced it back and exploring all these branches mother, father, his father, his mother, her father, so forth. And I was able to weave this squirrely little line (laughs) all the way back to Edward the First. Wow. Yep. Edward the First. Yeah. And I did it, I took two different routes too. I could yeah. get there two different ways,
2: really. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow! And you go back even farther than that, around okay. Edward. DeFer- I mean, go way, way back. It's amazing the records that get mm-hmm. kept, but especially as, especially when you get to the point where someone marries somebody of
1: ill repute,
0: uh, with someone notable, repute. right? Like, yeah. you know, as soon as you marry someone who's like a. Baron oh, or the gotcha, tenth, yeah. you know, countess of whatever, the then the records are of... gonna be really good. Then it's easy yeah. to follow. But getting to that point is, you know, difficult. Yeah. But we had to go back pretty far. But yeah, man, long shanks.
2: <laughs> wow. And
0: I thought, you know what? My daughter's basically the 34th cousin of Queen Elizabeth II. So I'm gonna tell her <laughs> that. And let me tell you, she Ain't wears better. that like it's a thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that means she does. And I realized, you know, me and probably four million other people are probably related well, yeah. to to at some point, which, you know, we've gotta be related somehow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Gotta yeah. be. Adam's gotta be. gotta be a cousin somewhere. Yeah. You know. For sure. Yeah. Have you ever done any genealogy? Uh, so I tried.
3: Okay. I haven't tried on mum's side yet, but I've tried on my dad's side. And you hit a bit of a dead end. um, Because my grandfather didn't know who his father was. Mm. Oh, really? Mm. So you kind of hit a dead wall there. But uh, next time I've got holiday, the plan is to delve other way. Go mum's yeah, side of the family. Mom's yeah. Mm-hmm. Very
0: cool. King Arthur. Let us know what it's, you it's find. Okay. It's just King Arthur. We oh, all yeah. Know. Let us know what you find.
2: <laughs> I, I want to make it my to mission Merlin. to find a
0: connection. <laughs> Merlin. <laughs> Merlin.
2: <laughs> I can see that. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Your command of of vaporous energies definitely uh, insinuates a lineage. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) The dragon's breath.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So what is something that recently, what is a story maybe that you have that's happened recently with as much frequency as you're, you know, indicating there's yeah, something has to have been pretty recent week, last yeah. couple weeks, last month. Like tell me the most recent experience you've had.
3: The most recent one would be. Ooh, the most recent one would be at work. My work this time. Okay. And, uh, We were walking through the warehouse and we've got what we call four sided cages. So they're cages with four, um, mesh sides to them mm-hmm. and they're on wheels. Yep. And the idea is we fill them up with cardboard or plastic to send back for recycling.
2: Oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. And, uh, walking through the warehouse, and there was a really weird smell. It almost smelt like gas. Almost smelt like, you know, that sort of pungent...
1: Yeah. Eggy kind of... Yeah, and
3: you're trying to figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. What's going on? And um, we're walking through the warehouse, and at the end of the warehouse, before you can go into the delivery yard, is an automatic door that opens and closes when anyone comes to it. Mm -hmm. And when there's a power cut, that door gets stuck shut. Oh, okay. So we're walking towards the door, nice open walkway, and all of a sudden, a door flings across from one of these four-sided cages. And all the cardboard falls out. What? Now we're, we're within six feet of this door, which has just opened,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but as this door flings open and the cardboard comes out, there's a power cut and the cardboard stops us being shut in the door.
0: No way.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wow.
3: I just Dude. Also, I, I stood there going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. Anyone? Anyone else? Just and then me. then I got that, I got that horrible shivery thing, as though oh, someone's yeah. doing that. On right back right here, right, right up right your here. knee. Yep, 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 yep. 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 And like, nope, uh, Time to go. And then, and then, it felt like someone just did that, and that could feel it patting you on yep. the back. Yeah, and it's like. Because I then thought it was a joke and someone was behind me, and I span round like an idiot and was just like, "Okay, okay," <laughs> and like, and the first thing I did, I just sat there and went, "Yep, I'm out, I'm out, thanks, but I'm out." I just left the warehouse. <laughs> yeah. Were you alone, Adam? Were you by yourself? I was, and I hated every second of it. Oh my gosh! I'm surprised oh. there isn't like a, <sighs> an unwritten
1: policy at Tesco's of like always have a buddy with you, you yeah. Know? Buddy policy yeah buddy policy you know? you know like one's carrying a rosary you know and or just a squirt gun full of holy water you know yeah
2: <laughs> do you
0: ever feel like like when my kids are old enough to have a job i will n- i refuse to let them work here
2: <laughs>
0: like you think about yeah. your kids in that scenario Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can't imagine how your kid would react as an adult. You don't know. All you know is how your kids react now.
2: Yeah.
0: And you and you project them into that scenario. Yeah. I'd be yeah. like, Mm-mm. no.
1: Yeah. Mm-mm. You can go run pizzas somewhere else. What yeah. does your dad say about that stuff? Yeah. Do you, you ever your talk to him? dad has a lot of experience with this. Yeah.
3: Oh, when I tell him, he says, hmm. Yes. 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 It could have been something. Hmm. Definitely could have been. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you're not going to give me any more than that, are you, Dad? No, no, it could have been something. But, uh, yes, um, yes.
2: I love it. It's like,
3: do you know what? I still think priests have some secret knowledge.
2: Yeah, right? And he's
3: just sitting there going, yes, hmm. Hmm." Whereas really what's going on in his head was, Hmm, Archangel Michael's at it again. I really wish he'd leave Adam alone. You know, it's only last week he took his socks.
1: And I have to hear about it all the time. Yes, yeah. and
3: I have to sit and listen to it when I know what the problem is, but I can't tell him that. Oh, yeah. dear.
1: I just have to deal with it. I'm sorry, Gabriel. How many times do I have to say it? i'm sorry you leave my boy alone (laughs) so he'll stop regaling me with these spooky little stories yeah Uh (laughs) uh-huh or your dad is like referencing your dad is thinking of like the exact scroll Buried in the Tower of London, that references yep. this very same thing and how to get rid of it. And he's like, mm, yep. "No, you know what? I'm just going to let this torment him because uh, Adam didn't pick up his toys when he was twelve, like I told <laughs> him to. You know?
3: This will teach the little bugger for not picking <laughs> his toys up. Right? Yes, uh-huh. I uh-huh. asked him twice, but he didn't do it. <laughs> <And> now <laughs> he's got to live with the consequences. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. Ah, oh,
1: man. So the um, the milk lady, do you mm. have any idea? Like, why do you guys think it's a lady?
3: Because people have seen the shadowy form of a lady. Really? Go in and out of the aisle.
1: Oh, wow. Mm. And at least like a couple times a week, stuff will get mm. moved around.
0: Now, oh, do yeah. customers ever claim wow. to see things while they're in the store? Or does this happen just after yeah. hours?
3: we occasionally you'll get customers say they saw shadows yeah but not the thing is isn't it it, most customers wouldn't want to say anything because they think they're sounding silly
1: oh right yeah yeah that's fair yep
3: yeah i get that i get that yeah how many people do you know that would go up to the manager and go excuse me young man I just saw a ghost
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the book.
1: Obviously, you haven't met my family, Adam.
2: Uh- <laughs> I demand a discount.
3: Right, yeah. I, I've got ectoplasm on my bottle now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
1: I just had this hair done two weeks ago.
3: And now, and now it's all stood on end. Yes. Oh, so what I think
1: you should do is give me this can of peas at half (laughs) off.
0: Okay. (laughs) Sure.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Ring. You know? Yeah. Uh
0: So Dee had the story in the chiller. Uh, Did she have any other stories that she passed along to you? There's
3: the story of Susie. (laughs) Susie?
0: Your daughter Susie? Oh, yes. Oh,
2: really? Okay. Wow. Let's hear
0: that. So, yeah. now so we
3: uh, we go back in time, and some of it is a little bit of a, a guilt trip from Susie's point of view. Um So, before her nan passed away, her nan phoned from the hospital. She was going to have an op, and Susie just went, love you, Nana, speak to you later. You know, as we do, you... They're going to be back. Yeah. Nan sadly passed.
2: Mm, Sorry.
3: And so Susie was beating herself up for Mm. weeks. Poor kid. And then one day, we could hear talking coming from Susie's bedroom. And... So I get up, D gets up, When we're looking, and there's Susie sat on the edge of her bed, talking. Oh, and apologizing. Oh, wow. And everything. And I sat there and watched, and watched, and it went on and on. And then she turned her head, and she was talking to someone else as well. She was moving her head and talking to two people. How old is she at this point? Eight,
1: eight, okay. Oh, god, yeah, and she's like 12 or 13 now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay,
3: okay. So she's talking to two people <laughs> and she's physically moving on the bed to talk to the different people. Wow, and I was sitting there going, Dream, <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, <laughs> please, yeah,
3: but then. She turned and gave one of them a hug, what, and it was a proper hug, yeah, you know it when you watched her give the hug, it was like it looked like she was hugging something, wow, properly, you know that yeah, it uh-huh. wasn't like her arms were being held like this, it was
1: right, it wasn't a fake. Sort of pretend people no, look
0: like they were around something. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Hmm.
3: Then she laid back down. Yeah. And I'm stood there, shivers down the spine. <laughs> you know, a bit bit freaked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in my ear, I hear she'll be fine.
2: Oh wow.
3: And I'm then stood there going, Whoa. But the voice in my ear was a man's voice. Really? Mm. So I'm stood there going (laughs) kind of, I want to run and dive under my covers and not come (laughs) out again.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
3: Wow. And then Susie woke up and she got up and she came over and she was crying. Well, it was like, what's wrong? thinking she had a nightmare, and she went, Nana came and saw me. <sighs> okay. And we had the chat I should have had before the operation.
2: Yeah. And she
3: told me it was okay. And she's fine. Oh I'm going, gosh, okay. Wow. And she said, she said that I might not believe her, so she brought great-granddad with her. <laughs> her father. No. No. Unrelated completely, it was my dad's father. Your grandfather
0: Whoa, really? and oh, my grandfather. grandfather. And and, my and grandfather. D's mother.
3: D's stepmother. So stepmother. not even Wow. Blood family. Yeah. You know, married into family. And wow. she said he came with her to prove that it was right.
0: Had she ever had had she ever met? Her great grandfather before,
3: did when she, she was it? six months old.
0: Whoa! Wow! So it's like how did how did she <laughs> yeah. know it was? He must have told her, obviously. He, he must have told her, and
3: and she then showed me pictures of him when I was because I I did the whole oh yes yes what did this person look like and was just scrolling. Yeah, I didn't stop on a picture. Just scroll here, there. No way! How, so wow. So according to her oh hit my microphone. I'm sorry. According to her, granddad came to see me while Nana said goodbye to her. Mm. And that was the voice that said she'll be fine.
1: That's amazing.
0: Mm. I've gone all puberty again.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dude. You know that reminds that is me so powerful.
0: When my son, my my oldest, was was born. During that time, when he was born, my wife's grandmother, Eve, was uh, she had leukemia, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and she wasn't getting treatment. She just wanted to be at home, and Mm -hmm. and pass naturally. And she had struggled with that, you know. Uh, And uh, she got to hold her grandson, you know, know, her great grandson. She got to hold Christian after he was born. It was wonderful. Got to hold him several times. Well, when he was about six months old, she passed away. But what was interesting is the night she passed, she wasn't here, she lived in the next town up. Mm. But the night she passed, Christian woke up in the middle of the night. So well, he's six months old. He does that, but he had he had you know he had been asleep for several hours. Uh he got up and start he started crying. Some you know, he was woken up. And then, as soon as she calmed him down and put him back to bed, the phone rang, and it was my wife's mom saying, "Your grandma just passed away." Wow! Like it was the same moment.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Wow.
0: Whoa. Yeah, Eva Mae wasn't around yet. My daughter wasn't around. Yet. It was yeah. just Christian. He was the first, you know, great grandchild.
2: Yeah. You
0: know? oh, man. Similar type of thing, except unfortunately, Christian was only six months old, <laughs> so he doesn't have any memory of anything, <laughs> right? Because that is. I mean, but what you're talking about, you're talking about an eight-year-old girl with all of all of her faculties. Yeah, mm-hmm. that can identify exactly who she was talking to, who they were, and yeah. point them out in the picture. Multiple people on the other side. Yeah, I mean,
2: yeah.
0: that's wild.
1: Adam, did you get any plus, sleep that night?
0: Plus, you heard a voice. Yeah. yeah, I heard a voice. Yeah. Wow. Dang.
2: Yeah.
1: There's something to that, man. I mean, the night that mom died, uh, Cameron said he was in the bathroom just washing his hands and he heard somebody over his shoulder whisper his voice or whisper his name and it was a guy's voice, mm. you know? And then uh, and then that morning um, I had written something on there was a uh, there was a Redbird, a cardinal that had landed right outside my apartment window, mm-hmm. like right on the branch of the apartment window. Never does. Like, I mean, the birds would come around, but never that close. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and red birds, like in our family, like in most
0: other Cardinals. Families.
1: Yeah, cardinals kind of have like this mystical sort of.
0: Yeah. You know, you always, you'd our see. Our parents a were fascinated and, with cardinals.
1: Yeah, which is probably pretty common. I don't know. But, you know, whenever I would see a cardinal, you, you know, you'd just be like, hi, mom, or hi, dad, you know, or hi, granddaddy, mm-hmm. you know, or hi, grandma, mm-hmm. you, yeah. you know, yeah. And, um, yeah. And a a cardinal had landed right outside my window at like six or seven in the morning. And I had written like this little thing about about how, you know, no matter how much we struggle, like there's always this tie to the numinous. And, you know, even Mm -hmm. it goes back to the natives and, you know, animalism and just like it's always there's always something there. You know, it's just it's not just this materialistic, you know, this materialism, I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, that doesn't encompass everything. There is a numinous nature to it. N- having no idea, like mom was supposed to have her third biopsy that day. Little Wrong, did man. I know what was really happening at Vanderbilt when, you know, I'm writing this thing, you know? So, yeah, man, I, I think mm. there is something there is something to that, you know? Mm. And And I don't know if it's there to like help Susie, obviously, but also like maybe maybe undergird your faith a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. as, as an adult. I was constantly being assaulted by, you know, the beast trying to convince you not to believe.
0: Yeah. And this is a common, and this is a common thing that you hear in stories like this, where someone who's passed is given an opportunity to say goodbye.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. They're given an opportunity to say goodbye and, you know, and who knows maybe they can say goodbye to multiple people. Maybe they have just one person they can say goodbye to. Yeah. When they got one shot, who do they pick? What did Dee say? It was when... a grandchild in your case, and it was a grandchild in my case.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it was quite interesting because Dee's mum passed when she was eighteen. Oh wow! So I never met her. Yeah. And I can remember early on when we were dating. You know, all of a sudden, I'd I'd go cold. You know, that shivery sort of like someone has just blown over you. Mm-hmm. Like a cold. Yeah. And D would just turn around and say, Hi, Mum.
2: No way. Hmm.
3: And you know, wow. like it was she said, No, Mum comes now and again to check I'm okay.
1: <laughs> no way.
3: Like it's a normal thing. <laughs>
1: and you stuck yeah. you stuck through all that. Good for you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> <And you're> still... <laughs> you know what? It says a lot about the you're strength like, of your relationship. Right,
0: perfectly normal. <laughs>
3: To be fair, I'd grown up around the exorcism team mm. with father. So, oh, that's right. that's so for me, it was like and um ho hum I can dude, remember... the ghost
0: children in the garden that you told us about last time. Oh, dude. Yeah. I almost lost sleep
2: over that. <laughs> I mean, Adam Dad... and D really
1: make the perfect couple because of that. Like yeah. if there's anybody who could roll with that, it's Adam.
2: You know?
3: Yeah. Oh, ghostly mother coming to visit.
2: Okay. Right. Well, no. What's for lunch? <laughs> oh well.
3: <laughs> Easy Prince to feed when she visits.
1: <laughs> yeah. She could at least make me a cup of tea or something, you know.
3: Oh no. Doesn't wow. even make the tea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Interesting. So what did uh what did what was Dee's reaction when uh when you told her this? I assume like you probably heard about or you experienced it with Susie and then told her, or was she there with you? He
3: was stood there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And uh D was like, well, they obviously needed to see her. Yeah. But yeah. Susie was, and still to this day to an extent, um, tears herself to shreds over that. Does she really? Mm-hmm. That's
1: that's tough, man. That's mm. tough as a dad, as a parent.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But, but I can still remember that and I can still remember. Um, so we took Susie because Dee's mums passed when Susie was born and she'd grown up a little bit. You know, she was three, four months old. We did the car journey to the village where her mum comes from. So it's about two and a half hours from where we are now mm-hmm. um, to visit mum's grave and for her to introduce Susie properly. I just went okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: alright
3: but but uh, we did that we put the flowers on the grave, D sat with Susie next to the grave, talking to her mum how people do, got back in the car and uh, Susie hated the car when she was a baby mm-hmm. and yeah. it's my fault because I overused the car to get it to go to sleep <laughs> mm. Gotcha, gotcha. Got, to point, got to the point that whenever she was put in the car seat and put in the car she thought i don't want to sleep don't <laughs> want to sleep so i'm gonna scream and uh-huh. scream uh-huh.
2: and uh
3: we put her in the car we got in the front and she started screaming it's like oh no two and a half hours
2: mm. oh good
3: <laughs> and then she started giggling no way And she didn't stop giggling the whole drive home. What? What? And it was almost like, oh, here's grandma. Dude. Grandma's (laughs) gone, oh, granddaughter. And then sat in the back of the car going,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's that's kind of
3: what it felt like. (laughs) Wow. And And I just kept sitting there going, well, D's in the front there. Yeah, and Susie's in the back there, <laughs> and I'm driving. So <laughs> and I'm driving. <laughs> Who could that? I'm just gonna keep driving. <laughs> right, eyes <laughs> on the road. Use my blinker. Just go. Just go. Don't worry. It'll be <laughs> yeah. fine. And it's better <laughs> than her screaming, pressure. so I don't
0: mind. <laughs> in in that scenario, in that scenario, Adam, were you? Did you still use your turn signal? Please tell me you were still cognizant oh, enough to use your turn signal. I don't know if I would be, but I would appreciate it if someone
1: Look, Adam's did. Adam's English. He's got to stuff up her lip, baby. Adam maintains even at the bombs It's are all dropping. about etiquette.
0: You know. One one
3: maintained one's awareness, of the situation.
1: <laughs> That's really good. But <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> expect nothing less from our illustrious uh, audiobook narrator. <laughs> If you would like to use Adam Burrow as your narrator, uh, please go to ACX and look him up, or on Instagram at Adam Narrates.
0: What's your uh, I was Adam thinking... Narrates? Let's put it up there. Adam Narrates.
1: What's the YouTube channel, real quick? Adam, is it Adam Narrates is also, or is it something else? It's Adam Burrow. It's just Adam Burrow. Okay, B U R R E E E L L. That's right. Adam
0: B-U-Double double L. Right. Yes, Miss Money Penny.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Adam, a lot of people don't have these experiences. It seems like there are some people who have an inordinate amount of experiences like this. You guys being one of them, your father's an Anglican priest. Um, do you think that that has something to do with it? Or what do you think is the reason for this preponderance of supernatural stories that you guys do have? Because, I mean, this you probably told, what, half a dozen? No? Total? And most people never have more than one in their life.
3: I think from my point of view, you know, you're looking at A, being brought up around spirituality. You know? B, the exorcism team. So where normally you look at, if you take the church and its very strictest narrowest beam they'd tell you ghosts don't exist Mm
2: -hmm.
3: but being the son of someone who was in that exorcism team you you're brought away from that line yeah and i think dad being open to it made you makes me more aware of it i think my experience with the children in the garden kind of opened my mind to that possibility so all those things that I don't know, some things you take the milk as an example whereas I'd see that and go well that can't happen someone else might look at it and go well surely there's a slight slope and it's rolled out on its own and <laughs> it never do that without that, it's just foundational gravity. shift yeah uh-huh. Exactly. Whereas my head, I'm going, well, that can't move on its own. Yeah. So there's only Plus one. Plus, you other know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, there's the validation that there's something else. Yeah. That that yeah. could have very well easily done it. That you've experienced the otherness. Yeah. Of yeah. possibilities. Yeah. When you experience it yourself, you know, like you said, you become more aware of it. You know that it's your perception
1: changes. Yeah. Yes. Your perception perception does change. It does. And it doesn't change reality. It just helps fine-tune your antenna to the frequency of reality.
3: Mm. You know? Absolutely. You know, at no point do you ever think wrongly or badly or anything else. It's just An awareness, I suppose, more than anything else, it's being yeah. it's allowing yourself to be aware as much as anything else, mm-hmm. yeah. Because some yeah. people will automatically shut it down,
1: yeah, yeah, they'll they'll write it off or they won't even pay attention to it, you know. That's the other mm-hmm. thing, maybe a lot of that stuff is happening to people all the time, but they're just not paying attention to it, yeah, you
3: yeah. Know? yeah um, it's like it's like dad used to say, oh, he he quite often sat there and he said. Listening for God isn't listening for a trumpet going off and blinding your senses to anything else going on. Listening to God is about being as quiet as you can and listening to that whisper that yeah. just tickles the edges of what you can hear. Oh, it's so good. Mm.
1: It's like our dad had a uh, a piano record called Turn to the Quiet. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that same sentiment of like that small, still voice. You know,
2: mm-hmm. it's not
1: a it's not a lion's roar. It's just that gentle brush of the wind. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. ah, it's really good. Yeah. Do you think being in close approximation to that as far as like your family being, you know, with your dad on some of those assignments? Um, do you think that that puts you where we're getting into probably some, you know, pretty well, people would consider probably some pretty fantastical mm. stuff. But do do you think that that puts you on the radar a little bit for that kind of mm. stuff, or does it just make you more aware of it, or both? Or you know,
3: I've often it's strange. I've often thought the same thing. Have you really? I've often I've often wondered if it's, it's a two a way mark. door. Yeah. If it's that two way door, so yeah. like for us, you could say it's because I have witnessed it that I'm more aware of it. Yeah, but equally, because I'm more, because I've witnessed it, and they know I've witnessed it. Right? Are they more aware of me? So, there's hmm. there's the analogy, isn't it, that the spirit world where these ghosts are, uh, live is exactly the same as ours, but in reverse. So they can't see us normally.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
1: They just see
3: where they exist.
1: Like that Nicole Kidman movie, The Others, where she thinks yeah. that they're haunted. Mm. Have you ever seen that movie?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, where like they think they're
3: yeah, I was haunted, say. but
1: they're the ones who are haunting the others. Exactly.
3: And so part of me does wonder, is it as much as we gain an awareness that the possibilities there, as they gain an awareness of who can yeah. understand yeah. them?
2: So yeah. as you said, is it
3: because I ping up on a radar? Possibly. Or is it because I just am more accepting of than others? Possibly. I think uh, there's one big man that will know.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like there's, you know, you have two dimensionalities,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, in parallel.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And it makes you wonder what happens on that end that allows these experiences to see experiences to seep through and to pierce the veil. Yeah. And more to the point yeah. when we pray, yeah. What's mm-hmm. clamoring, what's happening, what's there, happening over there because we're praying. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll tell you, man, when I started writing the heavenly realms books, I was 17 and it was, it was November of 99. And um man, like the, the, the world my world quickly like became pretty chaotic and negative mm. real quick like in a bunch of different ways i was having bad dreams mm-hmm. my friends started like yep. being mean you know like friendships started falling apart i started getting really depressed i mean it's just like it's almost you were like you're under attack i mean kind of i think if you yeah. i think you can exist mm-hmm. in perpetuity as a an npc you know it's just like a a yep. bland just a, a piece of the landscape but the second you pick a side the yeah, se- mm-hmm. especially if you pick the good side mm-hmm. you know then i mean start doing something yeah now you're yep. now you're on the radar yeah now, now you're you, a threat yeah, yeah now you're a threat. Or now potentially you're could be a threat you know worth yep. investing resources in either supporting or destroying like do you think adam that um you know because the bible talks about like generational curses but it also talks about generational blessings do you think your father's involvement in that has kind of on a on almost like a blood relation level Mm. seeped over into your life at all Mm. good question Mm.
3: yeah i think i think it's a strong possibility and i don't know it always so um, i'm sure it's the same over there but when you go and you kneel for communion you can either ask for the communion Or you can ask for a blessing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like the youngsters um, normally get the blessing until they're confirmed, and then they get the communion thereafter. Mm -hmm. And I can remember numerous times where I was stood in the line going up, and I'd actually not take the communion and take the blessing instead. Really? Mm. Why is that? The way it made me
0: feel. Conscience. Yep.
3: Yeah. The way it made me feel, it almost felt like sometimes you'd be run down, worn down. It was almost like, I'm trying to think of the word, or a likeness to it. It was almost like, here we go. Star Wars metaphor coming. Nice it was almost <laughs> like the deflector shield coming back up really on the millennium falcon that yeah. that's that's the way the blessing felt to me it was almost like a yes yeah. yep yeah that.
1: what is it about um what is it about communion that feels so different than the blessing like how does communion feel in relation to that
3: so communion when i was taking the communion I would be thinking about God. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be thinking about Jesus, thinking about God, the relationship and the way he's with us and church. But when I took the communion, I could never think of God. When I took the blessing, sorry, it was always family. Oh, really? And I always had this, don't get me wrong, I had the feeling of... God overseeing that, if you like, is sort of like an overview. Yeah, it always almost felt like images of my grandfather would come in my head, my dad, my mum, brother. And sometimes when I felt really low, it was I went back, went for that blessing again.
1: Yeah,
2: Hmm.
3: it's
1: like a gulp in the oasis know oh, in the desert kind of and I
3: think I think you might have touched on something with that sort of blessing and blood blood tie kind of thing with dad and maybe maybe that's why
2: yeah
1: oh, that's cool
3: hmm. yeah it's really hard to put it into words, but yeah that's so cool because that's
1: that's such a far departure than how church works for us here. We're so far removed from that mm-hmm. kind of tangible, interactive kind of experience.
0: Yeah. And- well, that's because here communion is not the centerpiece of a worship service. The that's service true. isn't, yeah. isn't oriented around. It doesn't build up to the moment of communion. Uh, it's something that depending on your church, you might do. Some churches do it weekly, but most churches do it monthly or every week quarter or on Mm -hmm. Easter it's it (laughs) is on the periphery yeah Mm -hmm. you know something you do occasionally to remember it doesn't it's not the foundation of what the uh service is about
1: yeah yeah
0: really the service in most you know non-denominational or evangelical churches it's it all builds up to the sermon
1: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. have you um you spent some time, Adam, with your dad when he was on an exorcism team. Uh, which, by the way, just the phrase "exorcism team." Yeah, I want to try so out. So cool! I want to try out for like, that team, dude. That's rad. You know, I, just, you. I'll
0: be—I'll be a dude cheerleader. You want to be the water boy? I'll be the cheerleader, the holy
1: water boy for the, for yeah. the exorcism team. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, the holy water boy. It's great. You'd be the sandler. Yeah, you
2: know? yeah.
0: Instead of pom poms, have like incense. He could have sensors,
1: you know. The holy smoke. Give me sensor. a chain. <laughs> like, wait in, in Aramaic. Jesus starts with an I. I learned this from Indiana Jones 3. <laughs> Give me a Yesu! <laughs> or a Y, yeah, whatever. Um, Give me a <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i need to work on that it was that, that
1: one
2: yeah.
1: um you mean <laughs> so uh, if you can elaborate on the exorcism team is it like a group of guys is it like your dad and one other dude
3: uh do you have there, any was, there was six of them okay i know there were six of them and they were picked by the bishop cool um but I never met any of the others. Hmm. Oh, really? Mm. So if Dad was going somewhere and one of the others were going to be there, I waited in the car. Really? Mm.
1: Any particular reason why?
3: Uh, Because after going and meeting the children, (laughs) and Mm. Dad considered that a... fairly low probability of it being anything scary, anything meaningful. He yeah. he he turned up expecting to go, Do 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 do. Yes, your house is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> he he said
2: <laughs> he, he said
3: sometimes you you'd get called and you'd go, This is someone whose head is overthinking things.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sure.
3: Yeah. and you'd go you'd still do everything properly but you'd be going to just literally put a mind at rest rather than dealing with anything that could potentially be there yeah sure and so after he took me to that one and that happened he if there was more than one of them sent it was normally because it was deemed that there was something a presence yeah, yep. that would need more than one person to deal yeah. with. Something a little more adverse to have yeah. to deal yeah. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, at not the a point. Yeah. yeah, at the point of, well, no, I'm going to be there with somebody else. It was a no. You stay in the car. Wow. Yeah.
1: So, uh, did that happen pretty frequently? Where you eight, sat or, nine times?
2: eight or nine times
0: over how many years? Mm, three. Three years.
1: That's actually, that seems like a lot.
0: Yeah. You'd remember those times. What'd you do in the car? Did
3: Sudokus. (laughs) There you go. Crosswords. Tetris. Or or sat there going, I can nearly see over the fence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what this pedal does. uh, And I
3: I can remember opening the door because I was going to sneak to the gate and peer in.
1: Naughty Adam. And
3: then the gate opened, and Dad came out. It's like, oh! <laughs> you
1: know, <as> <laughs> are you like getting out of the car. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh.
2: No, 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 no. You know, the car's you know, steamed you're...
1: up! <laughs> it's it's a real child of God if, uh, if you get caught the second you try and do anything bad. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like, we <laughs> yeah. always got caught. You know? Like, oh, yeah. We did not. We couldn't anything. get away with anything. You
3: know? oh. um, I mean, Dad, whenever he introduces me, he always goes, and this is Adam, son of David.,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, I want kids just so I can introduce them that way. yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's awesome. hard that'd be hard for me because my son is a junior. he's a second.
1: yeah yeah as you do do it anyways. Just just weird people out you know um, do you this remember? Is Nick of Nick
3: yeah. son of Nick yeah <laughs> Nick McNick. <laughs>
1: Nick, 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 yeah, Nick, Nick. Yeah. Um, do you remember what your dad was like whenever he would come back from those? Like, was he? Did he ever seem like kind of exhausted or frazzled? Or yeah, like, really? Yeah. Oh, I You're bet. Like,
2: wow, man.
3: Yes, I can remember one. Once. going, where are you going, Dad? I've got to go out. <laughs> where? Somewhere. <laughs> mm. Where? So, and. I'll know when and I get the car there. turned up, and there was three others in there, so it was actually taking four of them. Whoa. Oh, wow. He, did, he oh. didn't come back for 12 hours. Oof. And when he came back, you know when someone is really tired, and they're gray, and they're just sitting there like...
1: <sighs> yeah, drained. Yeah. How yeah. in the
0: world could he... I mean, even then, how could he sleep after going through something like that? He didn't he didn't got, it used to take him
3: two go. or three days before he was back to sleeping again.
0: Oh, no kidding.
3: Jeez.
1: Wow. So that means that there's there's an institution that's this is so fascinating because there's a world that obviously exists in the eyes of the Anglican Church, right? Mm-hmm. And um yeah. and this is just speaking in the context of yeah, yeah. you know. Uh but at the same time this is something that no one ever really talks about impolite discourse, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, there clearly is an institution with protocols in place mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. dealing with this. There's stuff written down on paper, mm-hmm. you know for how to deal with this and and a methodology to it. So yeah. clearly someone is acknowledging on an official funded, Follow-the-money-paper-trail level that this exists. Yeah,
0: yeah. it seems like it was an ancient ancient, uh, institution. Mm -hmm. This, uh, I'm going to use evangelical terms, a deliverance ministry that existed for centuries Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. the Church of England was formed in the Mm -hmm. mid-1500s as a parallel to the Catholic faith. But they retained that deliverance ministry. That existed for, I mean, it goes all the way back to the New Testament, but they retained it and retained the rights and the practice and, well, that particular ministry. Yeah.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And it exists even, I mean, even today. And it's, you know, even, uh, I mean, even evangelicals and, you know, know, non-denominational churches don't talk about it much, but those dudes are there. Yeah. As a matter of fact, on Blurry Creatures, they've interviewed two of those guys two really? two separate episodes
2: exorcists yeah really
0: yeah they they don't, they don't use that term for themselves they say oh i'm in a deliverance ministry yeah they're protestants
1: so. oh that's interesting so that's yeah. like the protestant the american mm-hmm. protestant nomenclature for an exorcist is yep. a deliverance ministry yep oh that's funny mm-hmm. yeah
0: they don't want to call themselves the exorcist right nobody right. does after yeah. the movie came out
1: <laughs> right yeah but fair enough yeah. but that's that's what it is i mean whatever that makes it cool man
0: yeah you know?
1: <laughs> You're like a paladin. I don't know?
0: know, man. I, I mean, it might, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's neat and cool, and those guys are warriors. But man, I couldn't do yeah. that. I'd no. never. No. Oof. Did See, you dad ever think about very high church? Face? What's that?
3: Dad's very high church. Yeah, that's what we call it. Class it as over here. So interesting enough, my grandfather and grandmother are both Catholics. Really? Um,
0: his parents. But,
3: yes, his parents are both Catholic. Interesting. But they turned away from the church because of how they treated my grandfather when he was really? growing up.
1: Oh, because he didn't know who his dad was?
3: No, not even that. Oh. Okay. Um, so so he, he came from quite a poor background. So there used to be a children's service and there used to be an adult service in the mornings on a Sunday. And my grandfather and his brother were both in the choir but they could only afford as a family one pair of good shoes. Mm, So my grandfather's brother used to sing at the children's service because he was younger and then my grandfather used to go and sing in the choir at the adult service Mm. and both of them used to get beaten with a switch by the nuns after the adult service every week for not attending both, even though every week they were told, we cannot physically afford the two sets. And because of that, and that carried on from the, he, he was seven when he started singing in the choir. And he was, in his words, beaten every week until for he shoes. was 18. For not having sh- enough money to pay for two pairs of shoes. Wow! Every week until he was 18. And then he turned to his mother and said, I'm not going back.
1: Yeah.
3: Wow.
1: You know, it really speaks a lot to his character, <sighs> to both of their characters, that they would continue to endure something like that. <clears throat> True. I mean, that's And uh, That's extremely admirable in the face of... A wrong-headed, wooden-headed institution that's punishing them for things they can't. Wooden-headed, and in a ostensibly a charitable organization that you know, I you know, you look at like all the opulence in the Catholic Church, and and yeah, they can't peel off a couple, you know, a couple drachmas for some, you know, for some slippers for these kids, you know. I mean, and you know,
3: and that's why Dad became an Anglican priest instead of a going down the route of being a Catholic priest
1: I think it says a lot about your dad that he would choose religion at all because mm. I like you know this is yeah. not something sure. I'll, I'll stand I'll stand on my own on this you know but this is not something the Catholic Church has a way of doing a lot of harm for the faith because of instances like that and mm-hmm. I don't know
0: if it's just because mm-hmm.
1: it's a monolith or because it's the most popular form of Christianity per capita in the world. I don't know. You know, I don't want to I don't want to speak out of turn about things I don't know about, but I you know, exponentially more disenfranchised Catholics than you do happy practicing yeah. ones, you know, and That's true. You, you hear a true. lot of stories yeah. like that. And, and I hate saying that even as a Protestant, because Catholicism is such a an alluring setup. It looks cool. Mm-hmm you know like mm-hmm. y- you don't want to you don't want to hate on it but and i'm not but you hear a lot of stories about that yeah. you know and i think it really says a lot to your dad's credit and your grandfather's credit that they were willing to stay in the faith yeah you know
0: i, I bet a lot of people would have become catholics if it weren't for other catholics
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. you know just the institution yeah i mean gosh man that's crazy yeah yeah, that's crazy. But your dad was still, what's interesting, commendable, and interesting about Very your grandfather that's the word. is that he still grew up a man of faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so much so that it influenced your father, his son, yeah. to become a priest. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I mean, yeah. the final, I say the nail in the coffin, but I don't quite mean it that way. <laughs> <But> the final <laughs> nail Excellent in the coffin Adam. for dad becoming a priest was dad suffered with cancer when he was younger Mm. and he had a tumor on his face here. Really? And um, it took, I think, I think it's something like 12 operations to remove and then do the plastic surgery bit afterwards. Wow. Um, And every single one of those surgeries, he said he went, under the anesthetic, to Jesus holding him in his arms.
1: Oh, that's right. And
3: that was the point, Dad went, no, I know what I need to do now.
1: Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a warrior, man. That is awesome. Yeah. Hmm. Man. That is. That's powerful stuff. No wonder, man. No wonder after all of those instances, when he commits himself to that, that he's willing to go on and be an hmm? exorcist. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not have that be his qualifying thing, but as part of his duties as an Anglican priest. Is it, uh, is it standard issue if you become an Anglican priest um, in the Church of England that exorcism is a part of your official duties? Really? So is it like mm-hmm. a volunteer, like Navy SEAL kind of deal? You know? Or do, they,
0: just, or do they,
3: they choose you? They seek you I out? I think they choose you. Really? Wow, dude, what's that
2: conversation like?
3: (laughs) Yeah, really? (laughs) I suppose suppose there's two ways, isn't it? There's the the way of, oh, you've got a lovely church here. Yes, oh, it's very pretty. You're going to be an exorcist. And by the way, I do (laughs) like how the frescoes go. I'm not too done with the flowers. (laughs) (laughs) Or there's the, or there's the, the man in the black trench coat and the big Van Helsing hat that knocks Uh on the door. You (laughs) are to become an exorcist, boy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: Which would you rather have, Adam? (laughs) Dude, if Sean Connery showed up with a Van Helsing hat and said that to me.
3: If Sean Connery turned up and said, you are going to be an exorcist,
2: (laughs) the church
0: has
3: chosen you. (laughs)
2: Demon's we know always... you're sensitive,
3: the D- large children. You, you just. I need love to that accent, yes. Nick. You do that so well. Demons always whine about their best. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 wait, wait, that's, that's, that's saying them all. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. So we. Done... Before you answer that question, before you ask that question, yeah. I know we're live. I'm gonna go pee. Are
1: you?
0: I'm about to explode. I'll be right back. 60 seconds or less. I'm gonna chop this up anyway.
1: Nick has got a tiny little Irish bladder.
0: Dude, I do. I got acorn bladder. I'll be yeah. right back. He's got. <laughs> he's got a little.
1: He's got a little. Game I don't do want it bladder. to
0: distract me. This is such a great mm-hmm. conversation. I'll be right back. Excuse me. This can all be edited out in post. Yeah,
1: that's fine. We'll fix seconds. it in post. Yeah. You know. It. Do it live. All right. So now that Nick's gone, Adam. Let's just talk about Nick.
3: Let's talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Let's talk about how smelly he is. And, oh, really? Oh, uh, smells awful. You know. Oh. Let's, let's talk about let's talk about how tiny his bladder is and how much he has to pee pee. There is this funny thing, like Nick. Nick is like the the maestro of all of this. Like the irony is. This was my idea and i started it and nick has like put forth 95 percent of all the effort into turning this yep. into like something really truly extraordinary uh but one of the funny things and so like i'm like nothing like nick is the backbone of this whole operation um but what i love to do is i can tell when nick kind of has to like go potty you know and so like, so sometimes I'll just like try to drag it out for as long as I can. And you can tell because like, like his knee starts to bounce a little bit. Yep. You know? And then like, you yep. know, and he starts to get a little fidgety and he starts to like shift in his seat, you know? And it's it's like I, I gotta be a brother right now. I gotta be I gotta be a little brother and just see and Adam has vanished. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Yes. I was wondering how long it was gonna be before there was smoke in the goblet. Yeah. That's pretty good, actually.
3: I quite like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. What are you? uh What's in the vape pen?
3: I have forest fruits today.
1: Forest fruits. So, <clears throat> getting back to, uh I want to. I want to get back to ghost stories eventually. Oh, wait a minute! He's back. Shut up! Shut
2: up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!
1: Hey, Nick! Wow, cool! Welcome back, buddy.
2: And
0: I
1: okay. am relieved. <laughs> <laughs> your little peepee went okay did <laughs> yes. a peepee in your teepee
0: fortunately there were no casualties <laughs> well that's it for this episode guys we would love it if you tell your friends about the show maybe leave us a good review and also consider becoming an honorary gosling an official exclusive membership to the Gosling gets you exclusive access to interviews and conversations that we can't have on YouTube. Plus you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and excerpts and writing. Uh, Also, and check this out. You get to participate in a live monthly discord chat with us. Uh, We do this once a month now. Um, All this plus more. If you join our community on Patreon for just $5 a month. I mean, that's nothing. $5 a month. It's a cup of coffee. So go to patreon.com forward slash the goslings and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Now go forth and strike down the darkness.